Hey everyone, before we get into this week's episode of Bojack Horse Pod, we do just want to queue up that there is a big content warning on this one. This episode of Bojack Horseman and consequently this podcast will be dealing heavily with addiction as well as some violence against women. So if those are things that you are not able to handle right now, please do not listen, come back next week or when there's not a content warning on the episode. But if you do listen and you are having anything brought up for you, we have linked in the show notes to the National Center on Domestic Violence, Trauma, and Mental Health. And there is a whole list of different organizations that can help you out with that. With that being said, we're going to talk about Bojack now. and welcome back to Bojack Horse Pod, the Bojack Horseman story. Today we will be talking about season 5, episode 11 of Bojack Horseman, The Showstopper. I'm your host Kirsten McKinnis and I'm joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Doing okay. It's just you and me for the first time in weeks. It feels so intimate. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We can say whatever we want. Yeah, we can talk shit. I mean, I was watching this episode today, and I feel like this is such a well-put-together episode of BoJack, and I was like, I can't believe no one wanted to talk about this one with us. And then the end of the episode happened, and I was like, (laughs) ah, but of course, who in their right mind would willingly choose to talk about this? (laughs) Us. We made that decision. Yeah, we sure did. And as I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, how are we going to do this? And I feel like a lot of the comments that have come in from people even in like the last few weeks, not even just this week, have been like, oh, hope you're ready to deal with that one. Like, not sure how you're going to talk about it. Like, everyone knows this is going to be a tough one to talk about. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, we are not ready. I, th- I think we're just like we have with every other difficult episode of BoJack before. We are just going to do our best. We're going to try and handle with care and empathy. And mm-hmm. hopefully we can make everyone feel a little bit better when we're done. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as always, we welcome any feedback you may have. Yes, please. Please let us know. Unless you're going to be shitty about it. And then I <laughs> don't want to know. We welcome any nice or positive feedback. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm not I'm not ready to talk about this yet. How's your week? What's up? We we only talked just a couple of days ago. So I feel like and we had a lengthy pre-show mm. hang, which was quite nice cuz I feel <laughs> no, like nice. when we have guests or like if I have like something to do, like it's hard to like get that that time together, but I feel I've never felt closer to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, no, I'm fine. And to put this in a time of place, we were rushing our recordings because I was supposed to go on vacation next week. And now there is COVID in my house and we are not going on vacation. So we're still recording. (laughs) And here we are. Yes, we did not cancel the recording, which is probably better because so here's the thing. At this exact moment in time, the Bridgerton Post Show Recap is also recording an episode. And I said, you guys can record without me on Thursday. It's fine. And so when you let me know about the COVID, like, I could have easily been like, oh, I'll just do the Bridgerton one. But they're talking about the episode of season one that deals with sexual assault. And so, oh like, God. I really, I really was between a rock and a hard place here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No good options here. Yeah. And, like, I already have given my thoughts on the sexual assault episode and, like, the larger recap we did. So I was like... They've got this. They can handle it. They'll mm-hmm. they'll post the resources and they'll have a, a nuanced discussion that I can. I, I felt like I was like getting away with something until I watched Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, the horse girls and I appreciate your prioritizing of this podcast. <laughs> well, we had already scheduled this one when yes. they we started looking at Bridgerton. So like, I'm not gonna cancel on you to record a di- like. I'm not like a monogamous podcaster, you know, mm-hmm. like I have like a a polyamorous approach to podcasting because, of course, I don't mm-hmm. simply have just one podcast. But the key to any such relationship is communication and respect. And Indeed. it would not be respectful to cancel one podcast or record another. That's true. We are ethically non-monogamous in this relationship and always respectful. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So other than the COVID in the house, is anything else new with you? 
That's all. <laughs> it's it's the only thing. It's all consuming. I'm still healthy though, so thoughts yeah, and prayers for me. Knock on wood. Thoughts and prayers. Hopefully that if you do get COVID, that it's a mild case. Yeah, let's hope. Triple dosed, baby. In the fall, my brother-in-law got COVID and was obviously staying in the same like one bedroom apartment with my sister the whole time and she did not get it or at least did not feel sick if she did get it. All right. Well, that was before boosters. Hope springs eternal, as we say. So I got my fingers crossed for you. Good. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm like busy and overwhelmed in my life, but I'm do- I'm doing well. I'm just I'm just puttering along. Last night, I got my boyfriend to watch Always Be My Maybe with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you seen that one yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, you're locked in your house, so <laughs> I'm going to assign you some homework to watch Always okay. Be My Maybe on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It is Keanu Reeves. Very sweet. <laughs> it is It is just like a very good, sweet movie, and it makes me feel good. And I've watched it a few times, and even including last night, and it holds up. And Josh yeah. liked it, too. Okay. Well, this is exactly the kind of content that I need after this episode. So. <laughs> yes, I would highly recommend. It does. There is a little bit of heaviness in that one. There, there is a apparent death in the episode mm-hmm. in the in the movie because you know movies love to have a dead mom. You know, love it. So a little a warning on that one, but it's okay. You could like even I have watched it more than one time, and I have a dead mom, so it's okay. <laughs> oh my god (laughs) i did i cry yes but it's good so highly recommend should we talk about what time it is right now what time is it (laughs) what time is it scally (laughs) so okay so this is this is gonna blow people's minds because i didn't even tweet to indicate we were recording this because i was like we have enough feedback i don't want any more i'm I'm done i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, so my apologies to anyone who would have wanted to to contribute for this but won't get the opportunity i'm sorry but it just simply wasn't happening so we are recording on Thursday, March 3rd, 2022, and where we are in the Pacific time zone, it is 5.56 p.m. In New York, it is 8.56 p.m., and then in London, it is Friday, March 4th at 1.56 a.m., and in Hong Kong, it's Friday, March 4th at 9.56 a.m., so, like, we're recording close together. Yeah. And then this episode is dropping on March 15th, correct? Is that That's correct. Is that yes. correct? March 15th, my parents' wedding anniversary. Wow. Also, the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of oh, March. Beware, Julius yes. Caesar was assassinated today. God, we're so smart. <laughs> I only know that because it is my parents' wedding anniversary. And my mom would always joke, like, beware the Ides of March. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know why I have that on my radar. It's because you're smart. It's because you've got a big brain. I guess. I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to have stored in there. I, no, I think it's a normal thing to know. They talk about it in Mean Girls. Why don't I think everyone should mm. just totally stab Caesar. And Riverdale <laughs> did a whole episode about the Ides of March as well in season four, which is actually is. a good episode of the show. Okay. Rare. So March 15th is also Buzzards Day. It's just mm-hmm. a day to celebrate buzzards. They're birds, scavengers. Mm-hmm. They do scavengers. not kill their prey. Yeah, I told Kirsten yesterday that I saw another person get attacked by a seagull in the same place that we got attacked, and, <laughs> and I so like to think a buzzard never do that. <laughs> no, a buzzard would kindly retrieve the croissant off the ground. It would never mm-hmm. attack you for it. Never rip it out of your hand. I still can't believe that even happened. I don't know how I, know. I made that out with my like alive with my croissant. The fact that we didn't <laughs> both lose our croissants is. I know. This is magic. Because you were holding yours much more carefully as being. Yeah. Oh, right. I was like a gremlin with it, like (laughs) close to my body, of course. It's also dumbstruck day. Oh. I don't really understand what that means. So let me click on the link. Mm -hmm. It's a day dedicated to things we become dumbstruck by, like news, facts, events, and more. Like seeing (laughs) someone get attacked by a seagull. Very Mm -hmm. apt. Yes. It's also everything you think is wrong day. Okay. Who made this? That's rude. 
<laughs> Wait, and the, but the I think yesterday was everything you think is wrong day because the website says it's the 15th, but then when you click on the link, it says it's celebrated on the 14th, which is mean because now it's making me think it's wrong. So I yeah. will not be talking about that one anymore. <laughs> everything you think is wrong. <laughs> it's not okay. It's also International Day Against Police Brutality. Mm, always important. So, I think we can both agree, ACAB. It's National Pears Helen Day. It's a dessert. What is it? It's warm poached pears, vanilla ice cream, and chocolate sauce. Hmm. It, the, it The picture looks good, but I know it would be disgusting because I hate pears. I am sort of ambivalent about pears. I think they're gross. I don't like the the flavor or the texture. And sometimes, like, places will have, like, sliced pear and sliced, like, green apple on the same plate. And you don't know mm-hmm. which is which. And it's, like, that's hateful. You can't, like, once I, <laughs> like, we did, like, charcuterie and I accidentally grabbed a slice of pear instead of a slice mm-hmm. of apple. And I was, like, now I have What's to eat this. Again? Pears, what? Pears Helen, H-E-L-E-N-E. Oh, yeah. I'd probably get behind this, honestly. I mean, like, if it's the only dessert option, like, I would consider trying it, but I know I wouldn't like it because pears are ucky. <laughs> yeah, they're poached and everything. Eh, this would probably be fine. That probably wouldn't be my first choice, though. I don't like my dessert to have fruit in it if I'm choosing. I, like, if there's, like, a, what, a strawberry on it, I'm okay. Or if it's, like, chocolate fondue, mm-hmm. obviously yeah. on board. But I never want a pear. I'd, I'd rather have honeydew than a pear. <laughs> Whoa, bold. Yeah, I know. It's like on that Lord of the Fly Simpsons episode where they're like, I'm so hungry. I could eat at Arby's. <laughs> exactly. The only <laughs> Simpsons you. reference I know. Incredible. That's right. I'm pretty sure I... there's a honeydew in that episode as well. Because they're racing fruit on the bus. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That I couldn't tell you, though. I do remember them racing fruit, though. What is it? Kids yeah. are so dumb. <laughs> it's World Consumer Rights Day. Mm -hmm. i don't know how you celebrate that one it's also national shoe the world day where apparently you donate shoes to people in need so that sounds great it's world contact day which is like about contacting aliens so that's a little kooky for me but i'm happy (laughs) for all who partake indeed and then it's world social work day so we love social workers sure do I like that they have World Social Work Day and International Day Against Police Brutality on the same day. I feel like that's very apt. Yes. I really went deep on the holidays there because I really, <laughs> like, I I will do anything to avoid talking about this episode. <laughs> they were good ones. Okay, so top level, how do you feel about this episode? Other than, like, emotionally. Yeah, I think this is, like a remarkably well done episode where like the flipping between Bojack's real life and on set as Filbert is so seamlessly done that like it eventually is even hard for the viewer to keep track of like wait oh now we're Filbert oh now we're Bojack and like the times when he's like oh like I need you to take me to set it's like we are on set like those things are just blended so beautifully and I think it really just brings you right into Bojack's head where it's like oh my god like even I can't keep track of what the hell's going on here and I think they do such a good job of just showing his spiral over the course of the episode where it's like he's just taking more and more pills and he's losing more and more touch with reality and I just think it's really remarkably done even though it is very painful to watch at the end. Yeah, and they did a very good job setting it up for this to be possible, right? Where the set is based on David Boreanaz's house, and mm-hmm. they, they like, Bojack often, like, forgetting to take off his costume. Like, they, they really seamlessly, like, fit it all together for the past 10 episodes to make it super believable that he would be like that, especially when he is so high all the time. Mm-hmm. Like... We've seen an escalation of Bojack taking pills over the course of this season, which I can only assume are opioids or something along those lines. And he is, like, like, he's taking more than Dr. House, for sure. Like, and that man ate Vicodin like candy on that show, Mm -hmm. in case anyone did not know. also had a musical number. (laughs) But, yeah, he, like, he's so out of touch with reality by this point and he has drugs hidden everywhere because he will never let it go to the point where one bottle of pills getting destroyed takes away his supply like he he has learned his lesson yeah after hollyhock dumped his pills that time 
That's a very good call. Like now he knows, like I can't trust this one supply. I have to have a whole bunch. Yeah. Yes. And he's also on so many drugs to the point where his paranoia is out of control. Like he is Mm -hmm. extremely paranoid, which is not helped by, you know, being kind of divorced from reality already and not knowing what's real or fake. His drug use has escalated very quickly. We have never seen Bojack do drugs like this before, though we have seen him do a lot of drugs over the years. We've never seen him like this before. Yeah. And I think, like, even the fact that, like, Philbert and Sassy are together and, like, Bojack and Gina are together and, like, there's just not one single aspect of his life that is separate from the show. And I just think it's, like, yeah, like, as you said, like, they've done such a good job of setting it up so that, like, when we get to this point in the season, you can just kind of knock all the dominoes over. Exactly. I used to listen to a podcast, which interestingly enough was actually called the honeydew uh, and oh. it was just it was interviews with interesting people and it was called the honeydew because it was like we're gonna get into like the shit of it like right. we're not just gonna talk about like good things we're gonna talk about all of it and one of the interviews that I listened to like years ago was someone who had like very much struggled with addiction and before finally getting clean or maybe had a parent that also struggled with addiction and something they said that's always stuck with me is like People on all kinds of drugs will start to get paranoid about, like, aliens and stuff, but people on meth will get paranoid about their family and friends. And so all through this episode, that's all I could think of. And, like, we don't have any indication that Bojack is on meth. Like, he's taking pills, so it's obviously not, but it just really kept reminding me of that interview. And I listened to that back in, like, probably 2019, but it just really, it really struck me, mm. the, the paranoia side of things being tied to the, the drugs as well. <sighs> but the episode does start with a previously on <laughs> Filbert, and we get yeah. kind of, like, the produced cut of all of the scenes that we had seen filming. Even the nuclear missiles looked way better than what we saw, and we get the Filbert credits. Yeah, very cool. I liked this a lot. The, like the recap, very helpful. But I, like some of the lines in that were so funny. I was just like, Fritz, but you're dead. Like, yes, dead serious about haunting you. That is something I want to say. Like over the course of this entire episode, we see how much the show is struggling without Diane's competent. Yes. Writing. Oh my and god. Some of these lines are so funny. <laughs> that is like the one saving grace here to keep this from being like just depression the whole way through. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like I hear you, and it's like, and I hear you hearing me. Like it's so. Yeah. <laughs> bad I can't imagine anyone writing that badly because I just assume people that would write that badly would know not to write but yet Flip (laughs) McVicker nothing will tell him to put down the pen yeah I don't want to be one of those girls but did you murder your wife (laughs) I laughed really hard at that so good and of course we hear that it's been six months since the missiles hit and we get that kind of iconic bojack line sometimes even mushroom clouds have a silver lining yes (laughs) yeah there's a good point during the credits too where they have like all the stuff on bojack's like bulletin board or whatever or filberts i guess and, like, at one point in the recap, he's like, ah, oh, now I see why they call you sassy. And one of his post-its is like, why do they call her sassy? And then it's crossed out. <laughs> and also it said, mo bodies, mo problems, which I really liked. Yeah, there's also, like, there's a headline that's like, traffic slightly less congested since three million <laughs> people died. Mm-hmm. Oh. Silver lining. <laughs> Wonderful. But this is two months post season one of Filbert dropping. So some time has happened since the last episode and it's a hit, which is great for Bojack. But he says it's even better for Gina because she's like, Mm -hmm. she's kind of a star now based on her performance in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And she said that's like really never happened before. And like everybody really loves her. And he Bojack says like he doesn't feel bitter about her success. He's happy for her, but he is starting to feel a little bit paranoid. And every time he gets paranoid like this, we see the big Bojack balloon overhead. Yes. He says, I'm not secretly bitter. I like seeing her happy. And it's like, I feel like if you have to say it, (laughs) you're at least a little secretly bitter. Yes. You have to explicitly say, I'm not secretly bitter. (laughs) Like You're at least thinking about it. It's like in uh, Mr. Peanut Butter's Booze when Pickles is like, it's so great that we can talk like this. And But like, even if we weren't comfortable, it would totally be normal. And like, we could Mm -hmm. talk about it. Like... Okay, we get it. You're not. You're yeah. not good. We you're know. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's yeah it's uh ross and friends like i'm fine (laughs) i'm fine (laughs) that's good i even held up my hand like i'd burnt it on a Mm -hmm. on a hot pan yes (laughs) fajitas yes yes fajitas. nice i'm glad you corrected that because i don't want to deal with one tweet about (laughs) it's not enchiladas (laughs) about it not being enchiladas maybe it should have been enchiladas maybe instead of fajitas yeah makes me really mad when people say fajitas does anyone do that i know people who say it to be funny oh i'm like i want the vaginas and i'm like Mm, it's like when people say quesadilla Mm-hmm. and i'm like just stop it like you could just like try yeah like i yeah. get it maybe someone doesn't know and then you correct them and then they're embarrassed and then they learn they really attack that on futurama where they have like the dumbest character is that brannigan he's always like champagne and then he's like really sad when he finds out it's champagne and he also says guacamole instead of guacamole guacamole is funny because it rhymes with guacamole <laughs> exactly but that's the only one that I've integrated into my actual <laughs> occasional. Wait, do you say that's hilarious? <laughs> like, See, this is whack-a-mole? <laughs> I haven't watched that much uh, Futurama, but I'm going to need you to send me a full list so I can start incorporating them into my daily life. I, I know some people <laughs> who like that show a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very good. So this is where like the first time we kind of switch back into them filming the show again because the chief's been murdered. Yes, the chief has been murdered. And this is like a good moment to you where it's like, he finds this out on a landline and Sassy's like, why do you still have a landline? And he's like, oh, how do I tell her that like I still have a landline because I like things that are plugged into the wall because it keeps me tethered when I start floating away or something. Like, this is all nonsense. He's like, it was my dead wife's phone. Yeah, like, it's so bizarre. I don't get it. Also good from Sassy when she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I know how much you didn't want him to get murdered. <laughs> well, what else? What else are you supposed to say? You can't just say, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. There has to be a reason. He's telling us, okay? It's true. But then when they cut, Bojack is very paranoid and upset because the chief being murdered to him is like Herb dying of cancer somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I also had a male boss who died, and this is exactly the same as that. And, like, he really goes further where he's like, the chief is named Basil, which is an herb, just like herb. And, like, he's clearly losing touch very quickly. Like, it's if you thought at the start of this episode that maybe Bojack is a little bit okay, Mm -hmm. at this point, you know he is absolutely not okay. Because he goes straight to Flip and asks where he got it from because he's paranoid after Diane. And Flip is offended because he thinks he's being accused of plagiarism and he's like the pops of god guys they signed a release like it's fine yeah yeah big misunderstanding here and like to the point of like he's making such giant leaps where he's like oh my god do you think he read her book oh my god her book like this is it's tough bojack's very paranoid and then he's also in the wrong trailer yeah i did i did not write down the name of the person whose trailer he's in or i guess wasn't a person yeah, I can't remember either. It was definitely a pun. <laughs> it was certainly a pun. It was an animal pun, shockingly. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. It was an animal. There was water in the bottom. Princess Carolyn mm-hmm. had to take off her shoes to yeah. to walk in. And he, she comes in and Princess Car- it's like Princess Carolyn and Bojack have also been super strained for a while here because Princess Carolyn's like, I just want to see if you're okay. You're my friend. And also, I want to make sure we stay on schedule because hundreds of people's jobs rely on this. And, like, I need you to, like, keep it together. And Bojack's response to that is taking a bunch of pills. Mm-hmm. Princess yeah. Carolyn asks what they are. I think a fair yeah. a fair exchange there. Well, especially given how many of them he's taking. <laughs> it's like me eating Tic Tacs. Yeah. We're like, you, like, it's like, oh, yeah, you should have one Tic Tac. But I'm like, no, let me house all of the orange Tic Tacs in five and a half seconds. <laughs> good call on the orange. <laughs> They're the best ones. They are. They're so good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Bojack basically just like blames her for even needing these in the first place. Because like, because she had to go see about adopting a baby while he was on set. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, you care. Well, if you care, why weren't you here when I fell off a building? Oh, you were too busy with personal matters. Yeah. And he like accuses her. He's like, oh, you're going to be such a good mom. And it's like, get out of here. And she correctly says, like, you're being a jerk and you need to stop this and take the night off. Yeah. She he says that and she's like, listen, you're going to go home. You're going to get a good night's sleep. And when you come back tomorrow, you're going to be professional. 
Yeah. Which she's is so shitty to her in this moment. Like, oh, my God. And then after that, he's like, I'm sorry about the mom thing. And she's just like, <laughs> good night, Bojack. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, Princess Carolyn doesn't have to be on set to hold your hand every single day, actually, Bojack. You're in an fact, adult. You're a professional. <laughs> yeah, you're an adult professional. I've. Yeah. I don't understand the treating her like shit when she has, like, been there for him forever. Yeah. Like, yeah, you would no. think that he would blame her, like, oh, well, you made me do the show because you signed a fake contract. But yeah. instead, he's mad she wasn't there one day. Yeah, like one day you weren't there and that is the reason that I like messed up this stunt and like it had nothing to do with you, but it is still very much your fault and I'm going to tell you you'd be a terrible mother. So bad. Bojack, you fired your stunt person and said you would do your own stunts. Like this is, that's your fault. And also whoever said he could do his own stunts, they should have been like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. I don't know who's in charge of that decision. Yeah, because Mr. Peanut Butter was doing it and he didn't want to be upstaged. So when he goes home, he cannot sleep, and he is so paranoid, and he's like, ugh, I can't sleep, and Gina's like, I know, you told me. Yeah. Poor Gina. (laughs) Several times, and it's like four in the morning, and you've said it so many times. He also starts being like, I don't know what she's talking about. I'd be a wonderful mother. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, he is so everywhere. He, Mm -hmm. He can't recall the contents of his conversation with Princess Carolyn. He is getting very parent like I literally just wrote and I don't know if this is offensive but I wrote meth head behavior because I don't I don't know any other way to describe that like he is acting like someone who like he's so clearly struggling with addiction here and drugs Mm -hmm. have very badly impacted his brain that nothing is really clicking or making sense so Mm -hmm. he he's in his brain he's like watch it Bojack gotta keep it cool with Gina and then he says like the most unhinged thing I've ever seen like heard in my life I didn't I didn't write it down I was like if this is important Lindsay will write it down (laughs) I wrote down like the gist of it which was like he was like I gotta be cool he's like I gotta splitsville to the lavatory if you catch my drift hang 10 yeah (laughs) it's not (laughs) it's not normal it's not how people talk yeah, his behavior is just, like, so erratic. And, like, he goes in the bathroom and he has hidden pills, like, inside his shaving cream. Like, it's just, he's, yeah, spiraling very quickly. Yeah, and so, and this shaving cream says bear basal on it, which I thought was very funny. That is clever. Um, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to catch the moments of levity in this yes. episode. But they are few and far between. So when he takes the pills in the bathroom out of the, like, shaving cream can, everything goes dark for a second and mm-hmm. we see a staircase and there's a light at the top of the stairs. But Gina comes in and then it's kind of like everything is like flickering around him as he's trying to like put the shaving cream away before she notices what's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she starts to be like, I know what's going on with you as he's like frantically trying to hide these pills from her, which like is a lot of problematic oh. behavior going on here. And yes. then she says like, oh, it's just because you're like bringing your character home with you, which like, yes, but not in the way you think. Exactly, yeah. It's well, but and it's actually what's a little weird is that Gina hasn't noticed more of this because yeah. they have been spending so much time together. But you can't really blame someone for not necessarily knowing what addiction looks like if they've maybe never mm-hmm. seen it in their life, yeah. And especially, too, I think like I don't know if this would be the case, but like it feels like because he was initially taking them legitimately, I think it like can maybe make you like a little bit more complacent about it at first. It's like, oh, he has a prescription for it like it's fine and not realizing that he's just got them like stashed all over the house and is taking way too many yeah exactly like if he was like smoking something out of a pipe or injecting himself with stuff mm-hmm. I-, I think it's a little bit easy th- i think that's like the idea that society has of what an addiction looks like whereas you know he's like i got it from a doctor i have a prescription like i have a valid mm-hmm. reason for having this you're absolutely right but what i don't understand he obviously is not getting them from a doctor at this point because he has yeah. so many drugs. Yeah. Like, th- that came from the bridge where they filmed the drag race in Greece, for Definitely. sure. Mm-hmm. Because he has them hidden everywhere. They're, like, in a banana, in, like, mm-hmm. a cactus plant in his kitchen. Like, he has them... When he grabs a banana, squeezes it, and a pill bottle popped, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, and he takes, like, all of them. It's not, it's not good. I think this has been well done, too, where, like, we've seen that progression over the course of the season, too, where, like, they've done a good job of planting the seeds of, like, yeah, I take, like, two every four hours or whatever, and then it's, like, oh, now I take, like, 
four every hour or whatever and like that they've just like planted those over the course of the entire season of just like the increasing amounts that he's taking Mm -hmm. so that we're like clocked in yeah because in the funeral episode he says i can have three a day right and then with hollyhock he says i take these every three hours right and then at this point it seems like it's every five minutes he is like emptying a a whole bag of pills into his mouth i can't imagine how expensive this has gotten at this point because that is not that shit is not cheap i feel like it's hard to like inject any like funny things in here what are we supposed to (laughs) what are we supposed to say like oh uh let's talk about our personal experience with it no like yeah like what are we what are we supposed to say like should okay wait okay so first (laughs) <laughs> Bojack gets the you did a bad thing and I'm going to tell note under his door and that freaks him out but then it goes to a commercial break with Todd and now this could be a commercial break where we can talk about something else <laughs> what do we want to talk what else should we talk about like what's I don't know like what's a f- <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to prepare something else to talk about so you doing anything fun this weekend <laughs> oh what am I doing this weekend well I don't really have any plans other than playing goose goose duck on Sunday over at twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what uh <laughs> we paid huge amounts of money for that ad yeah placement. <laughs> that's my ad placement we negotiated for it but yeah I don't, I'm getting my nails done on Saturday mm. so right now they're very fun but I'm gonna change them again they are cute. I was supposed to get a pedicure today, and then obviously that had to get canceled. I'm so sorry. I've never had one before. You've that... never had a pedicure? I feel like we've I had know. this real, I've had this realization before and been <laughs> horrified. I would love to take you for a pedicure. Yeah, I have a gift certificate, and I was like, ooh, like I'm going to be on the beach next week. Um... I could have pretty toes. Yeah, canceled. I'm so sorry to hear that. In a couple of weeks, like three weeks from today i'm taking Mm -hmm. the day off work to do a spa day with my sister because we got gift cards Mm. for a really nice spa and all we and we got like a good gift card like a 300 gift card that's and all we can afford is a facial and a pedicure because it's like that (laughs) expensive of a place oh and to go in the they have mineral pools that we get to go into so yeah i'm getting a facial and a pedicure and going in the mineral pools in three weeks and i'm so excited amazing that's Um, so good did you get your massage no, I haven't gone. I haven't been able to book a massage. No. I don't know. But, you know, it's Someday. fine. I'll survive. <laughs> My back doesn't hurt as much as it did that last time, but it's still not feeling good. Mm. I'll ask Josh to do it. There you go. He's not a nice a nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So you and Cam, obviously, how long do you – well, do you have to isolate or do you just have to monitor? I just have to monitor, which I learned this morning because I was like, well, I'm trapped in here for days. So I just have to monitor, but I have been treating it basically as like, I too will stay in sweatpants and not leave the house for five days. That's fair, I think. Yeah. And well, except for I think that you should try to at least do like some outdoor walks maybe Mm. because I feel like it's probably pretty inevitable that you're going to test positive and then you will have to stay inside (laughs) for five days. And I think you'll be kicking yourself. Mm-hmm. if you then have to spend like 10 days inside it's <laughs> a great point <laughs> yes that's you're absolutely right that's this was the first day that advice. i stayed in sweatpants on a weekday in like two years so i felt pretty good about that oh right i forgot you had to rest to work from home like a psycho yeah, i know yeah that has been my have we talked about this yeah oh we I don't know. have like a year ago <laughs> we talked about this and i was like yeah what's wrong with that was you? like the one thing that i was like oh, this will keep me from like spiraling deeper into covid related depression as if i like maintained some semblance of a routine and that did help a little but i have to go back to the office 60 percent of the time starting in april mm-hmm. so i'm i'm trying to adjust my sleep schedule so that i am yeah. like because as of right now it's like i'll wake up at seven to go to work but then i'm mm-hmm. late every day <laughs> if you're my boss you didn't hear that this was my first week back in the office since 2020. Yeah, that's horrible. I hate that yeah. for you personally. But then on days when I would ha- be able to stay home, I would literally sleep till 8 and then just like get up and work. But I'm trying to like fix it. So last week I woke up at 7 every day and this week I'm going to wake up at si- I'm waking up at 6:45 every day. Ugh. And Gross. then next week I'm going to wake up at 6:30 every day. 6:30, Kirsten. Ugh. And then that should put me in, like, a good situation for 
Well, I'm not on the weekends, though. I can't do... You mm. can't make me wake up that early. Oh, God, no. Like, sometimes I just do on accident. I don't mean to, but, like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm working on that. And then, like, on my work-from-home days, I think I can maybe, like, do, like, a workout before work, and then that'll keep me on, like, a nice schedule and be, like, a better habit for me. Wow. It's so ambitious. Pride comes before the fall, okay? <laughs> We'll check in during another commercial break in six weeks. And now back to the show. Um, Todd's in a bad... (laughs) That was good. I I enjoyed that. (laughs) I was like, you're right. Like, what, 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 but you know what? At the same time, you know, in the funeral episode, I thought we wouldn't have anything to add. And then we talked for two hours. But I think that was largely Mike Bloom actually wanting to, like, (laughs) tease out the significance of things. Yes, definitely. But yeah, Todd needs to negotiate. Uh, and he says he is desperate and will say yes to anything. Yes, he forgot to sell ads for the show because nobody told him that that was under the purview of president of ad sales. So he needs $30 million worth of ads. His resume really do be looking so good. And then his mm-hmm. actual professional abilities are non-existent. Well, and think about it now. Now he's got president of ad sales on his resume. Right? So good. Like he could continue to fail upwards. He built the robot who became the CEO. That feels like an accomplishment, too. Yeah, I feel like he could definitely put, like, that under special skills. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Bojack has this letter, and it's written in, like, cutout magazine letters, like a hostage mm-hmm. note. And he's like, oh, the person who sent this, they know things. What do they know? Let's find <laughs> out. I loved that. Me too. I loved it so much because it's like this whole episode involves like a ton of voiceovers where we're just like in Bojack's head. And so it's in this like very sinister voice of like, what do they know? Let's find out. Like, Very intense. Very intense. And he feels like he needs to know who sent this letter because it could impact Gina's happiness. That's all of this episode is framed where he's trying to do things for Gina's happiness. Yeah. And spoiler alert, it doesn't go well. He's never cared about that before. Yeah, no. And, like, it's just such a flimsy pretext, right? Where he's like, oh, it's not because of me. It's for Gina. It's like, hmm, seems like it's probably for you. Yeah, nothing. Bojack has never done anything for anybody else. I think yeah. that that's a, a statement that I can stand by at this point. I agree. And then it goes to back to them filming. And Sassy says, this case is like the movie Love Actually. No leads. I loved that. This is where it starts getting like a very quick like switches between the show and real life where it's like, oh, like this guy used to be one of my close friends and then it like cuts to real life and now we're at Diane's house. I'm like, I don't know. They just do some very rapid transitions here. It go Yeah, it goes back and forth and it like, I was getting confused watching the episode. Like I was like, <laughs> wait, where are we? They really mm-hmm. did a good job of putting us in that time and place. Yes, totally. Bojack goes to Diane. To accuse Mm -hmm. her of sending this note to him. And I actually found that they were much more civil than I was expecting after what happened last week. Which I guess it has been two months of no contact. Yeah, true. But. And her reaction is just like, it wasn't me. Who else did you piss off this week? And it's just like, fair question. Yeah. And Bojack's like, but you love revealing my secrets and not sharing your cobbler. And then she hands her cobbler over (laughs) to him. Like. Yeah. I found it very weird, the whole interaction. But I guess, like, if someone comes over to your house high as hell, you kind of just give them what they want so that they go away, right? I think so. I think that's how most of these people have learned to deal with Bojack. Yeah. So it's not the best. And yeah, he's like, who else have you pissed off this week? And so now Bojack wants to do some detective work and go through the suspects of who would want to ruin his life. And he calls Charlotte's house. Yeah, very bad. Very, very bad. Like, first of all, why does Charlotte have a home phone? Who are you, (laughs) Filbert? (laughs) She likes to have something to keep her tethered. (laughs) Like, this is in 2018. It's very bizarre. Which, of course, the phone is answered by Kyle, who, again, is... Of Kyle and the kids. uh, Kyle and the kids. Ed Helms, back for Mm -hmm. another little cameo. And, And instead of just staying quiet or hanging up or anything... He says he's giving a survey. Mm-hmm. And here's what I wrote. I wrote, he asks weird questions about the family. I cannot write this down. Yeah, I didn't write it down either. But it was basically like, on a scale from 1 to 10, how happy are you with your cable? And he's like, oh, I'm an 8. And then like, okay, how's your relation? How's your marriage to your wife or whatever? Like, oh, I think it's an 8. And then it's like, and how's your daughter? 
in terms of her like sex life or something like with one being that she was traumatized by an older man and yeah. 10 being like she's fine 10 being like she explored on her own time and like feels really good yeah. like <laughs> and feels really good about herself yeah he's like i think i'm defaulting to eight every time he yeah. just like answers all these questions so earnestly like he's like wow that's pretty personal but i guess i'll answer it anyway yeah. stranger and then he's like now i have a few questions for you and bojack hangs up yeah, what channel is Netflix? <laughs> yeah, so this is where it bleeds back into Filbert where, again, they have no leads. And then Filbert says, and the Olive Garden won't deliver. Sure, when you're there, your family. Yes, I loved this. Like, they keep discovering that people are getting strangled and that's how they're getting murdered. And Gina goes like, or sassy, says like, this case is getting strangler and strangler. It's like, see, when I do it, it's cute. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, she's like, maybe it was funny when there was, like, two bodies, but now there's eight bodies and we in five days, which is five days. a very, very quick amount of time for that many kills to happen. If someone's killing that fast, that is a spree, and normally they would have very much escalated to that point, so it's very, uh... Yeah, there'd be a podcast about it by now. You never know. Every day I hear a podcast come out about a crime I had never heard of. <laughs> Endless reasons to be terrified of life. Yes. But this is where there's, like, a whole... So, like, in the show, there's, like, a murder board, but then Bojack is also making a murder board of his enemies using a PA Mm -hmm. to print stuff off, and he thinks he's at home, but he's actually at work. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I like the PA. I feel like she does good work in this episode. She's really good. I couldn't remember exactly how this ended in terms of, like... I thought maybe the PA had some sort of larger role in this story, but no, the PA is just good and helpful. Yeah, she's just doing her job, but she's like, I don't know if this is my job, but she's just doing it yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah. Bojack overhears Flip talking to Princess Carolyn about the popsicle guys being mm-hmm. like, oh, I think Bojack is on to us. And yeah. he, so he's like, oh my God, yes, I've just, I've discovered the scheme. But Mr. Peanut Butter comes into it to ruin it so he can't overhear the rest of the conversation. Yeah, he's like very loudly talking to Pickles on the phone and is being like, love you, love being monogamous. Yes, everything is fine. And he thinks that Bojack knows that he hooked up with Diane. He definitely hooked up with, the, the confirmed, yes. hooked up with Diane and is worried Bojack will lose respect for him. And we all know that he respects him a great amount. Yes, that would be the worst thing if I lost your respect. As if he ever had it. Yeah. (laughs) It's not good. So then they go in to film a scene of Filbert in bed with Sassy, but he keeps calling her Gina because he can't tell what's real or what's fake. Yeah, and it doesn't help that, like, Gina wears the exact same. First of all, Gina is sleeping in, like, a bra and underpants. (laughs) She's like, nobody actually is sleeping like that. I'm sorry. Like, first of all, you got to let shit breathe. Exactly. Don't no one is doing this being like, let me put on my like lacy lingerie and like, sleep in this every night. Don't sleep in a, a bra a, at all. Just don't. Let that shit breathe. <laughs> it's baffling to me that this is like her outfit of choice in both the show and in real life where she was like on the show. She's like, yeah, this seems good. And then like incorporated it into her actual <laughs> nighttime wardrobe. Well, she probably had to do it for so many shows that it just like became yeah. a habit for her. True. She's like, I'll just wear my own stuff. But I also think that there is a good chance that, like, she wouldn't do this, but they just had to have, like, another reason to make it confusing for Bojack. Yes. This is where he, like, wakes up to the ghost partner with a gun to his head. Mm -hmm. And they, like, fight. And then he jumps out the window and Bojack's just standing there in his boxers. Yeah. He, like, uses the landline to knock out for us. He's like, and that's why I still have a landline. It's, it's a lot. I don't get it. Mr. Peanutbutter jumps through a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Sassy's just like, oh, what happened? I'm a heavy sleeper. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, F- Flip is such a bad writer. Like, he is so lucky that he named this character Filbert and it found its way to Princess Carolyn at the exact right time or he would have never had a job ever yeah and so lucky that he had diane to help him through that first season because this is trash yeah to get a second season because he certainly wouldn't have without her help because she at least like say what you will about diane but she can write yes in fact her job Mm -hmm. bojack kind of figures out that this is all a conspiracy because the way that he has and by figures out i'm not talking about actually figuring anything (laughs) out just for the record but to bojack he has figured out that this is a conspiracy because the way he put the photos on the board make a p which stands for filbert and then he like Mm -hmm. 
talks about faces and time and watches and goes to Todd's office. He thinks that Todd is trying to destroy him. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, I have to protect Gina, so I'm going to go confront Todd. Like, make it make sense. Yeah, and Todd has, like, sold their likenesses to pharmaceutical companies. So we have, like, some pretty good lines where it's like, yeah, they've made Bojack saying, like, oopsie, I got a poopsie or something. And, like, Gina going, like, yippee-ki-yay, cancer. He has, like, some sort of Doritos or something. It's like, so zesty, you'll forget your dead wife. I mean, I would want something that zesty. Sounds very zesty. I would love to see it. But there's, like, so many cardboard cutouts, so much advertising materials like he's just had to take whatever he could get and bojack totally freaks out which knocks over a ton of cardboard cutouts saying all kinds of dumb shit and then one like falls on to henry fondle (laughs) and then henry henry fondle's like coming after him to like i guess have sex with him but he thinks (laughs) that it's someone with a gun and tries Mm -hmm. to fight him and when Henry Fondle shoots some sort of purple goo, which I get, is that like loop? Or like, what is that supposed to be? Well, so that's also what sprayed out of him when he insisted that he was going to come to the event. He's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, and then sprayed purple goo everywhere. I think it's Henry Fondle's uh, semen. <laughs> yeah. Why does Henry Fondle have to have semen? It's not, he doesn't have to have pleasure. It really cracked me up, too, his line when he, like, this gets sprayed everywhere, and then he's like, you're a super gal, I'll call you. <laughs> he's not calling you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just love that Todd built that into him. He, Todd doesn't know. All Todd knows is Bojack's relationship with women. Yeah, true. But yeah, at this moment, everything kind of falls apart around Bojack. Like, everything, like, the walls, like, fall out, and everything goes black, and suddenly Gina's there, and he's trying to tell Gina he's doing things for her and that someone's trying to take her him down. But it's obviously fake because she performs a musical number, Don't Stop Dancing Till the Curtains Fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like runs through all the bad things Bojack has done. And then there's like all these sets around and they keep falling down. And then like noteworthy, I think, Stephanie Beatrice's voice here. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very talented. Very good. Just like when yeah. she was on Encanto. It's a good performance, and I like the popsicle stick showgirls where they're kicking their popsicle sticks. I liked that a lot. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, so this is where we get, like, a lot of melding between real and fake. And so in real life, Gina is asking Bojack how many of these pills he's taking a day because she has realized that there is a problem. And Mm -hmm. Filbert is with Sassy, who is actually not his partner, but from internal affairs to figure out what happened to his wife. Basically, Filbert is the murderer and his partner was never real. Yeah, he's like, oh, maybe, like, the nuclear blast resurrected him or something. And she's like, yeah, no, there's just no record of Fritz ever having existed at all. And I know that you killed your wife, the chief, the coroner, and everybody else. And at the same time, like, we are getting flashes of Gina confronting Bojack about, like, I know you're taking all these pills and him insisting, like, I need those, give them back. Yeah, and he's, like very much just wants those like we're not talking about this give me the pills like this is what's happening and they and then in the so in the show sassy and filbert start having an altercation and then Mm -hmm. bojack and gina are also sort of fighting over the pills and running through the house and they are really mirroring each other bojack is like you don't know what i'm going through right now and shows the note And she's like, this is an advertisement for our show. And then you flip it over and it clearly states that it's an advertisement for Filbert. And I guess they put one under every door in LA, which seems like a lot of money. But I guess what times are in now.com has bank. Yeah, even though they have no advertising revenue. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know where they're getting revenue from. Yeah, and Bojack's like, I don't remember filming that scene. And Gina's like, yeah, no shit. Like, you've been high this entire time, and you're a mess, and you're going to ruin everything for me. Yeah, it's – and then Bojack's upset because he's like, oh, your show is going to get ruined? Like, he starts getting physically aggressive. She's like, you're hurting me. Yeah, he, like, punches a hole in the wall at one point. Yeah, he, like, punches the wall and is like, give me my – give me my pills. And it's like, Bojack, you literally have a 100 other pills, like, bags of them hidden mm-hmm. everywhere. Like, I don't understand why you have to do this. And – It's very scary. That's his intensity. Very – and, like, he's completely out of control and so unpredictable. Like, this is a very scary scene. Yeah, like, it's – to be Gina in that situation, that is so scary. And she is mm-hmm. clearly very frightened, as anyone would be. She manages yeah. to break away and leaves and is, like – I get help or don't, but I'm out. Like, I can't be part of this. And, like, 
good for her for being able to do that because not everyone would be able to in that situation. This is where it goes back to the show. And in the show, he is also choking Sassy. And they get Mm -hmm. the scene. Flip is like, cut. See, Mr. Peanut Butter, that's what it looks like when you really strangle someone. Like, because he had been supposed to strangle the, like, ghost of the wife at one point, And it just didn't look realistic. Because say what you will about Mr. Peanut Butter, but he's never going to choke a woman like Like, i guess like maybe if that was like something they wanted sexually i think he would try it for them but like i don't think he would ever like choke a woman i didn't expect us to like two times in this one season be like we take a firm stand here like don't choke women well and that also is part of this too because bojack was the one who was like don't choke women and now Mm -hmm. he has choked this woman and he is choking gina on set and he is not stopping he thinks it's real he thinks that he needs to and he has people are filming with their phones and he has to be pulled off of her yeah princess carolyn's like bojack like the scene is over and yeah like, oh gina are you okay and and mr peanut butter the whole time is looking very nervous and finally he just goes that's enough and then he like barges in like thank god and, for mr peanut yeah. butter being like i am not gonna stand here for this anymore and even before that mr peanut butter goes i think he's really strangling her and flip yeah. goes turn the cameras back on definitely not a safe place to be working if that's the no. director's uh, and writer's opinion uh, although i mean like mm-hmm. so why is flip directing it like he's just like yeah. shouldn't there be a dr- anyways I, that doesn't matter but when they pull Bojack off of her the way that Gina is drawn is very troubling like it is a very very traumatizing thing to see they have Mm -hmm. she has hand marks on her throat and she is her she's clearly been crying her eyes are red like they did a very good job of of drawing what someone would look like after something so horrible it's one of the worst things I've ever seen yeah yeah, no, this is horrible, and it's, like, so bad to see. And, like you said, they did such a good job of making it look so troublingly realistic where you're like, yeah, that's probably what that would look like. And, like, the Bojack Wiki points out that, like, Gina gets the, like, I think it's the fourth time someone says fuck in this season where she goes, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that's, like, and that is delivered so beautifully, too, where she's, like, teary in her voice and, like, obviously in pain and just, like, shocked. And, like, it's just really brutal. It's Yeah, it's just horrible and like obviously this happened after they had already had the interaction at his house because you know after this she's not going back to his house right so it's like she already had to go to work and like do that after having a horrible traumatizing experience at home but after she says that everything kind of fades to black again for Bojack and we see the stairs and he walks up them and the animation style changes a lot Mm. to be much more similar to it was in like stupid piece of shit and then it's Bojack standing there looking up at the Bojack balloon and the episode ends. It's like a 2D situation. Yes. Yeah so that was rough. Hope everyone's okay. I'm not. It was really hard. It made me sad. It's so bad. We had a bunch of people write in and ask about if we were going to resurrect the list of bad stuff Bojack has done and put this on it somewhere. I was <laughs> forgot we had that list. Yeah, we, but, we yeah. St- I feel like Bojack started doing so much bad. Like, for a little while, he wasn't really doing anything too bad. And then he started mm-hmm. doing so much bad shit that yeah. it was like we forgot. But I would definitely mm-hmm. put this... Uh, trying to was in our top bubble. murder someone is definitely in the the top bubble of worse things yeah i yeah i think we could argue it's like maybe the top spot probably yeah, i mean i mean if we're gonna things. look at the criminal code <laughs> it is the worst yeah. thing that he's done there you go um but yeah it's not good not not good yeah. at all yeah. Emily wrote in and said, Bojack's basically my favorite show and I rewatch it often. This episode is the only one that I always skip. That scene is just too hard to watch. It nearly physically hurts me. And then she asked a question of, you used to rank the worst things that Bojack has done. Where does strangling Gina stack in the list? Yeah. Very close to the top, if not the top, I think. And like I found it very painful to watch too. Like just sitting through that is not easy. Yeah. I don't, I just feel bad. Emily also said that she started listening to this podcast in March 2021 on a whim while on a road trip and fell in love. So that was nice. Noah said, don't stop dancing destroys me every single time. It's an obvious callback to season one when Bojack told young Sarah Lynn, you don't stop dancing and you don't stop smiling even if it kills you. (laughs) I can't like I'm just so sad. Yeah, (laughs) 
Yeah, that's a very good insight. Brutal. There's all like that that whole idea about like dancing as fast as you can too, right? Like just like trying to keep up and like not lose control of yourself and like trying to keep up and dance and perform for everyone without losing it. And I think there's just so much there. Sarah with the counter opinion. She said, I kind of secretly hate this episode. I find it boring on a rewatch. Hopefully you can give me reasons to love it. Boring. I think I think this episode is a lot of things, but I don't really understand saying boring. Yeah, no, I think it's like definitely hard to watch. And I can kind of see like, I don't know, maybe if you're like there's too much Filbert in here. But I think it's like I would never say that I love this episode, but I think that there are definitely things about it that are remarkable. Yeah, it's this is a good episode of television. Mm-hmm. Like it has a nine out of 10 on IMDb with over 3000 ratings. And I think that that's fair. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. I definitely agree. We also heard from Natalie, who said, your coverage of ancient history was spot on. This is a real turning point that we see for Bojack's intrusive thoughts and the allowances he makes to hurt others, so long as it's always incidental to him hurting himself. And then she says, head in the clouds and the showstopper are such a brutal combination. I think the first time I watched Bojack, I kept thinking, well, it can't get any worse than New Mexico, right? And then Sarah Lynn happened. And then Gina. I'm interested to see how you'll rank Gina's assaults on the list of horrible things Bojack has done. It's probably number one for me, but it's difficult to decide if it's worse to nearly assault a minor or to actually assault an adult. Brutal. And then Lux lastly wrote in and said, hello, your royal hoarsenesses, which is a very funny thing to say. <laughs> royal hoarsenesses. <laughs> The Showstopper is one of my favorite episodes, the way that Philbert and Bojack's lives get blurred together, how even as a viewer, it can be difficult to distinguish between the two, adds so much to this episode, it ties up so many of the themes that we saw throughout the season, the way that it ends really brings things together and leaves you feeling so hurt. The Bojack at the, en- at the end of the episode reflects on what he's done and who he's hurt is done very well. Oh, and he also says, forgot to mention in my last email, but I'd be totally up for hearing you guys talk about Tuca and Birdie. I just finished watching season two and it's so much fun. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'd also I love to see about... a Bojack rewatch. Up to you. <laughs> I would. I gotta tell you, especially. I mean, ask maybe ask me again at another point in time. But after this, I'm much more inclined to watch Tuca and Birdie. <laughs> yeah, we're on the Chappelle side of things right now, where we can't revisit it again. Chappelle texted me like last week and was like, "I kind of miss Bojack," and I was like, "Oh my god, come talk to us, Chappelle. This is me talking to you from the past." Come on our podcast. Yeah, come on, Chappelle. Please <laughs> come back. We'll we'll pick like the least downer episode. Yes, we'll pick the easiest one to watch, and we won't ask you any hard questions. I would never ask Chappelle a hard question. <laughs> what a dream. Anyway, that's all the feedback. Yeah, well, I, again, didn't tweet about it because I was like, I can't emotionally <laughs> handle that. But let me see if there's any action going on on Twitter anyways. Thank you, Lindsay, also for posting the episode this week because I... Was busy. She's I couldn't do it. Busy. Yes. Um. Oh, uh, breaking news that RB Dub seems to have deleted his Twitter. Yeah, that was shocking news. Maybe by the time people are listening to this, it will be back. But uh, I don't know. Not currently. It's gone. Also, when we talked about Who Weekly, we were incorrect. And I would like to say that I did preface <laughs> that discussion with saying that I don't listen to the podcast and that I'm not the one to ask. But yes. Sam Stanis jumped in like a superhero to explain to us <laughs> what's going on. So it's not who's and they's it's who's and them's but i did describe the difference between a who and a them correctly i believe i did not get a correction on that sam says that he believes that jessica beale would be a then because would have been called a them back in the day but isn't really so much now and says the show said it best when they called her a future hard jeopardy question <laughs> which is very good so that's that's all we needed to know yeah that's yeah i'm and i'm sorry i didn't tweet for questions but i i'm emotionally distraught okay this this <laughs> season of bojack is hard to like this is why like i had kind of forgotten why i never rewatched season five yeah. and now i am well aware <laughs> it's a lot this season it's a very very heavy not a lot of lightness so it's, we'll see if next week can help us out a little yes hopefully and that's it that's all i think i think so do you think so if you would like to be part of the conversation, please email us at bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or tweet us at bojackhorsepod. You can also leave us a five-star review for our podcast. It would make us feel really good and we need something to make us feel good at this point because life is really hard. <laughs> you can catch more of Lindsay over on The Simpsons Then and Now as well as, you know what, it came up this week on her nap. Go back and listen to the oral history of the Sleepover podcast, okay? <laughs> yes, it's an old podcast. However, 
it's the best thing that's ever been on that stupid feed so (laughs) Chappelle talking about that one being his favorite of all time I was so moved well it's true he he was he said it and he was right uh, and I was okay. like listening and I was like, oh man, yeah, I want to go re-listen to that podcast. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm plugging for Lindsay this week. Lindsay, do you have any, you don't have anything else coming up right now, right? Because you were planning to be on vacation. That's right. <laughs> yes. So catch Lindsay at home caring for Cam, I guess. Uh, and we'll be sending all of our well wishes to Cam as well. If you want to hear more from me, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what, where again, goose goose duck on Sundays, lots of that. By this time, Bridgerton is season one is going strong and that's over on Posha recaps riverdale is back mary kwikowski and i will be covering that over on kowski cast and also at the time of of release temptation island starts tomorrow so i'm assuming myself and maggie morgan will be covering that over at robhaswebsite.com slash hot dummies but yeah Lindsay and i will be back next week talking about season five episode 12 the stopped show so we'll see you then bye